In the Fuzzy Memories podcast, we celebrate the good, the rad, and the fugly of the 80s and 90s. We're three latchkey kids who made it out alive. And in each episode, we break down all the culture that popped one year at a time. Whether it's the birth of legends. I'm Lyme disease free today and I have Whitney Houston and MTV to thank. (laughs) Or audacious moves. Imagine also the the poor Golden Gate Bridge. You turn 75 and people have a party on you. I don't want that. Or even confusing PSAs. In the stop, drop, and roll. I mean, we would, I assume as an adult, I would catch on fire weekly. All the time! (laughs) We've got a take that will make you laugh. We've also got thoughts on all sorts of random phenomena and the most unmitigated of golf. Why sharks can't be trusted, people can't be trusted, and rivers can't be trusted. (laughs) It's collusion. It's of the highest degree! Uh Uh-huh. You were counseling me to start my remarks with, first of all, bitch. <laughs> that one, everyone in that room would have snapped to attention. It's going to be basically coffee lids, shark revenge, and then maybe like Matt gets. <laughs> we need to do something about him. Join us every other Wednesday to celebrate the hits, the misses, and the misfits of the weirdest decades. If I could tell my 14-year-old self from 1990 that I would be eating in a cheesecake factory in, in Beverly, Beverly Hills, I'd be like, we did it. We, we did it, Joe. We did it. <laughs> Listen and subscribe to Fuzzy Memories on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and your favorite podcast platform. Hello and welcome to Broads and Books. I'm Erin. And I'm Amy. And this is a special Broads and Books bonus episode. Now, normally in bonus episodes, we do a lot of wonderful author interviews. This is true. This is a delight. But in this one, we're doing something a little different. We're talking to the wonderful, the amazing, the readers. Like you and me. Readers like you and me, Erin. Our fan base, our listeners. Yes. So today, we invited a few of them on the show. And let me tell you, listeners, you're in for a treat because these folks love all different types of books. So many things we hadn't even heard of, which is wonderful. Yes. Yes. So you're going to come away with a lot of new stuff to add to your TBR piles. Plus, all of these readers, we've mentioned them before in stories. We have. Including including the illustrious (laughs) spouse of our one and only Heath. This episode will introduce you to five readers who share with us their favorite books, their reading rituals, books they're looking forward to, and even current pop culture obsessions. And as always, along the way, you're going to laugh a lot. Yeah, they bring it. They bring the humor. They do bring it. To us and to you. So now- They brought it. (laughs) Please enjoy (laughs) the Brad's Talk Books with Readers. Uh, guest. Yes. <laughs> Will you introduce yourself? Hi, my name's Eric. Hello, Eric. Hi. Welcome. We're so pleased. Glad to be here. I want to mention that we have mentioned you before. Yes. On the podcast. We yes, we go way back. As the owner of the memory mm-hmm. of things that I have locked out, mm-hmm. including oh, the, the STD, STD song. Yes. yes. Yeah. 
Eric and I met in college in the late 90s. Yeah. That's right. I think that in that episode, we were told if we got you drunk enough, we may get to see the STD dance slash song. But sadly, I have not been drinking yet. <laughs> yeah. So we failed already. Yep. In our we already plan. failed on that. God. Yeah. That would have been so great. What a it, great intro to it. It would have been fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> but there are many moments there where are. suddenly Eric will break out into something and I'm like, I vaguely break. Oh, God, I remember that. Or reference a person and reference then you'll go, person. oh, God, I remember that. Too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. many times I'm like, oh, I forgot them on for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The delight I have thinking about you doing that is gets me through a lot of dark times the song yeah. and the dance yeah it's and... just so far from like if i asked amy now will you please do an std song <laughs> right dance? will you sing and dance in front of hundreds of 18 year olds yeah yeah who are judging everything that everything. you're doing and like mercilessly. look at these mercilessly fucking nerds yeah. <laughs> yeah who think they're so think they're cool. so cool yeah i mean we were 20 we were super cool we were very cool yeah. you also gave me very filthy notes yep during yep. the Part yeah. in the, to try to get right. you a break. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. Because I'm a professional. I was going to say, we know that Amy's a professional, so that had to be tough. <laughs> yep. It's hard to get that one to break. Uh, one thing, I've known you a long time. Mm-hmm. Eric, Aaron has now known you for a while. One mm-hmm. thing we've known is that you're a big reader. Yes. Yes, I am. A very and big reader. You are also a member of my book club. Yes. And we have been going for how many years now? Uh, we're coming up on seven. Seven. That's a yeah. long time for this book month. club. Seven years this month. And a book club where we actually talk about the books? Yes. Yeah. I think that there should be, we should start book club awards. <gasps> we would sweep the awards, I yes. think. Yes. Uh, we would, because we'd only nominate ourselves, right? <laughs> well, that, yeah. And just pure length of time. I think yeah. you normally hear book clubs just dissolving at some well, point. Well, yeah. And Eric, because he's a badass, has put together all of our picks over the seven years, has... Uh, indicated where the writer is a person of color, where, whether mm-hmm. the writer's a woman, key themes. Like, we have this vast database Oh, my now. gosh. Yeah. That's amazing. It's, it's been informative just to see the types of books we gravitate towards, the books we like. I think we're just finishing book number 71 together. Jesus. So, I mean, wow. but... That's amazing. You all read more than 70 books a year probably so that's but for the average joe that's right that's huge and to be in a book club i mean like you said where they actually read the book and discuss it is Mm -hmm. is rare (laughs) yes i mean it is let's be honest yeah Yeah. well and you probably i mean you read a lot Mm -hmm. so every month you're reading other books in addition to our book club month yeah what do you think that you most like to read you know i like contemporary fiction yeah Literary fiction, I guess, if you want to be highbrow, but you know, <laughs> we are nothing if not highbrow. We are highbrow around here. I like a rare nonfiction book, mm-hmm. but I view fiction as more pleasurable, mm-hmm. and that's what draws me to reading. Is it's an escape? It's fun. Um, I like to learn things, and you know, that's great. And I'm always grateful after I read a nonfiction, but I will immediately cleanse my palate with three more fiction books before I would go back. <laughs> Absolutely, so, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about that. I think you and I tended not to read as much maybe nonfiction or memoir right. type yeah. before this, and we've kind of forced ourselves. But I think my first love is still fiction, always. Too. And I think yeah. it probably goes back to our childhood. I know yeah. we were yes. all mm-hmm. big readers yes. as mm-hmm. kids, and for various reasons, including escape. So yep. you know yeah. that. That sticks with you over time. Sure. Yeah. Nelly. Is there something that surprised you recently? Yeah. Um, 
I was thinking back to what I've read in the last few months, and it was a play. So again, wow. this is a time where I really Ooh. went out on a limb. Yeah. And I read the play Fairview by Jackie Sibley's Drury. I think wow. I said that right. I've heard of this. Yeah, so it was written in 2018, and it won the Pulitzer in 2019. And it... You know, I'd heard that this was a really, I think I'd read a review in, a, in the Times or something about mm-hmm. how impactful this was. And I thought, well, I'm not going to be able to see it quite yet, but maybe I can read it. And sometimes plays don't necessarily translate when you try to yeah, read it. But absolutely. Um, this was very powerful. It is. It centers around, it, it's hard to describe it without giving away the the concept but it's it's about race and it breaks down the four wall the fourth wall with the audience yeah and um makes you very introspective Mm -hmm. as a result it was incredible to read i read it twice like right after another because with plays you can yeah yeah Yeah, for sure uh but i would really really recommend it excellent uh, and i hope at some point the play comes somewhere near here where you Mm can see it although after you read it, you might be hesitant to go see it because of how it would make you feel. Oh, really? Um, as a white person, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Understandably. Yeah, yeah. For sure. That's the point. And yeah. I think we should put ourselves in those situations. That's so, so interesting yeah. that that live experience may make that reading even yeah. more uncomfortable. Yeah. Or, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's terrific. It's a really good play. I mean, it's a play. I don't know yeah. if I make plays. I don't know that you two, you know, once in a while. I think no. you've recommended a play in the past. Maybe. Yeah, I did. did. It was, you know, a classic. We both yeah. have done, like, yeah. Death of a Salesman and yeah. Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But I was going to say, Who's Eating Virginia Woolf? <laughs> <laughs> That's a different play. That's the erotica version. That's a different thing. That's, That's a different. A That's a horror. Yes. Well, way to come in hot with a very yeah. highbrow pick. I yeah, I, I am nothing it. if not highbrow. Elevating it already. You yes. are fancy, yes. as evidenced by our fancy. STD song uh-huh. discussion. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm a man of extremes. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is there anything? I know that you often look ahead to books mm-hmm. coming out there's i know at the end of every year you're always sending me the tournament of books yes you're sending me the top yes. picks from the years because it's i, I mean that's a book lover's yeah. Yeah. dream right it's so much fun yes so i know you're always looking forward to things are there specific books right now that you can think of that you're really excited about um not that have yet to be released but books on my tbr pile yeah. that some of which you may have already recommended on this podcast um that i haven't i own but have not read yet mm-hmm. like the um, the final revival of Opal, Opal Ooh, and Nev. Yes. I have that. That's next yeah, on my list. I think you'll like that. Uh, Malibu Rising by mm. Taylor Jenkins Reid. I know she's Ooh. a favorite of yours as mm-hmm. well. And then there was a book I got. I think I got it through Book of the Month. Mm-hmm. It was The Things They Lost to the Water by Eric Nguyen. Ooh, I've, mm. Yes, I've yeah. heard about that. Yeah. yeah. And it seemed like a very interesting story. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm excited. Those are the three books next next up for me do you get overwhelmed by your tbr you know i just sort of lean into it i like having books all over the place and piles of books and oh here are three it can be anxiety inducing i guess if you think oh my gosh when am i ever going to have time but it's i think it's a nice optimistic thought that someday I'm going to read all these books and yes. that gives you something positive. I really yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. I do That's love to, you've talked a lot, uh, especially over the last year and a half that reading has been a solace for yeah. you yeah. and that you've very deliberately like spent a lot of extra time just mm-hmm. on a Saturday reading yes. like a whole book yeah. or something. Yeah. And it, it centers you, right? Mm-hmm. 
I I got out of reading a little bit when I was in school just because I was reading so much. Absolutely. And I found when I became a real working person again and and went back to reading that it helped me feel more like me. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of helped center you and oh, this is what this is what I'm That's like. a great way mm-hmm. to put it. Yeah, yeah. that is. Yeah. That's a really yeah. great way. What are some of your reading rituals? Like spaces you read, snacks, mm-hmm. when, how? I'll read anywhere, um, <laughs> but I prefer, you know, sometimes I'll just sit in my bed in mm-hmm. an afternoon, but yeah. there's a chair in our den that I typically read, um, preferably, you know, with a blanket. There's probably a cat somewhere in the yeah, mix. I mean, uh, that's the best way to read. Not, uh-huh. That makes me sound a little like I'm crocheting afterwards, which is fine, which is fine. <laughs> if you did, we'd love that. Right. Yeah, uh, we'd totally be very proud of you. Right. I don't, yeah. I'm not drinking any hot tea at the time or anything, mm, but, mm-hmm. well, you know, right. I'll, I'll, I'll drink, I'll read, or drink, I'll read wherever. <laughs> You'll drink whatever too. I mean, I'll drink yeah. or read or wherever, read. whenever. Yes. I like so. that. Yeah. You also have three cats, uh-huh. like I do, and yeah. we have talked about how this was an overwhelming thing that we did. It's a lot um, of cats. That's a lot of cats. What do the cats do when you read? Do they curl up with you? Uh, yes. Okay. At least two will jump on my lap at any oh. one time. Yep. <laughs> That's nice. That's great, except for the summer. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh. a little sticky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So putting you on the spot a little bit. Yep. But you have mentioned in the past that you've read a few things that we have recommended yes. on Brads and Books. Yes. Um, what uh, what sticks in your mind as far as things you've read? I was thinking through this question in advance. And what was interesting is the three that stuck out to me the most are also three of the authors that you have happened to oh, bring on. Yeah, so awesome. And that didn't necessarily impact it because often I'd read the book and then you brought in the author, but uh, The Prettiest Star, mm. uh, I really like that. Mm-hmm. And then two books that I find myself actively purchasing and giving to other people. One is Friday Black, oh, which gosh, I've yeah. given that book as a gift to a lot of people because I love that book. Mm-hmm. And the other is Disappearing Earth. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, yes. That's Those are... I've read quite a few books that you've all recommended, some before, a lot after, but those are the three that probably stick out the most. Those were great author interviews. They were, yes. All three of those were wonderful. And that's good to hear that that may enrich the experience. It really does. It's like going to a bookstore or a library event and seeing the authors and getting those questions Mm -hmm. but i can do it while i'm taking a walk or anything and you all are doing all the work it's lovely (laughs) (laughs) that's That's the service we provide yes that's what we're here for yeah well you know at the end of episodes we talk about our current pop culture obsessions what's Uh your current pop culture obsession you know something that i've i dove into really hard this week is girls five eva Girls five. Have you ever? watched I've never this? Heard yes. No, but I've heard amazing things. Oh my gosh! And we just got Peacock. So, so I am at streaming platform. I, I'm at my ceiling. <laughs> I cannot do anymore. But I've been hearing about this. Yeah. The world is getting really heavy it's again, right? Real heavy. And I really, I'm not going to watch The Handmaid's Tale, right? No. Nope, that's not going to happen. I need something light and fun. And so I said, okay, and I downloaded Peacock. I knew the the actors who were in it uh-huh. and I really like Busy Phillips and Paula Pell in oh. particular they're really funny so the concept is it is this group who was famous in the late 90s with not exactly a one hit wonder but sort of a a watered down spice girl sort of thing oh. and then one of their tracks gets sampled today oh. um and so they are on the edge of relevance and so now they're 40s 
and they are thinking maybe we should have a comeback. Oh my god! And it's funny. It's by the same a lot of the same folks who were involved with Thirty Rock or Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. So it has that same sort of humor and very quick wit. Uh, but what makes it different is that in each of the episodes, they will have callbacks to some of the songs that they did for around that period or current songs. And the lyrics are hilarious, <laughs> but all of the music is actually really good. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm not kidding. I got the soundtrack and I was listening to it on <laughs> Apple Music. And it's funny, but it's good. And the, the theme song for the show, it has such an earworm. I haven't been able to get it out of my head. Oh, wait. Wow. It is... Amazing. It's eight episodes. It's super easy. Is it all done? It's yeah. It's all ready to start. Okay. And then they'll have season two sometime next year. But I mean, it's an easy weekend binge and it's incredible. Oh, Eric, thank you for joining yeah, us. Yeah, thanks. This was Telling us a little yeah, bit about your books. We appreciate yeah. it. We'll talk to you again soon. You bet. Reader, will you tell us your name? Tammy Blackstone. Well, hello, Tammy Blackstone. Hello. Welcome Thank to Browns and Books. Thanks. <laughs> so happy to have you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, Tammy, I think we've talked about you before on the podcast because have. we have a book club. And by we, I mean Eric and myself and Haley and a few other people. And you are the uh, absent godmother of that book club <laughs> because you said you were going to join us and then you never did. I think I may have suggested what a good idea to have a book club, knowing I would never attend <laughs> such a thing. But here you guys are still going. How many years later? Seven years later. What a joy. Yeah. <laughs> For you. Yeah. Eric just said it's like book 71. Yes. And what was the reason that you didn't want to participate, Tammy? Uh, I knew I wouldn't read the books ever. Mm-hmm. So that's, I, yeah, that's a disqualification. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, and I, I knew that I would stress out about not reading the books. It would get to almost book club time. I would get the book and try to cram it in. It, mm-hmm. just, it didn't sound like a good... I, I knew my limits. <laughs> and that's important. Yeah. To know your limits. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. So, Tammy, tell us a little bit about what you most like to read. Uh, I probably most like to read historical fiction mm. and other fiction mm-hmm. as well. Uh, I do almost all audiobooks, almost yeah, exclusively audiobooks. Right. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about this. Yeah. So what was it about audiobooks that you think make the reading experience better for you? Um, I can do other things while I do it. And I've never been good at just like sitting down and full focus on on one thing. And like we said with the the book club, like that's because I I, I used to read maybe one book a book a year. Mm-hmm. Like I just I just wasn't wasn't a reader. And then I kind of put aside the you know I had this idea that I had to read important books and underline them and take notes about them and have sure. them on my shelf and once I kind of let go of all that and realized I can just like listen to a book and enjoy it um I started reading a lot more because I can do other things while I do audiobooks and I know you've been doing that for a while now and it's been very cool to see your joy of reading because every time we talk you're like I'm a reader now and I read this book and I read this book I know yeah I I was I took a long vacation from being a reader and yeah now I'm a reader a reader again some people feel like I should put an asterisk by that I oh absolutely do not, not believe no, that okay no, absolutely Thanks. not no Thanks. and that's one of those things that we talk about that is so frustrating mm-hmm. that people try and qualify reading somehow mm-hmm. whether you're reading the classics and you're taking notes and you're mm-hmm. trying to get the important mm-hmm. passages or you have to read a certain 
certain way. We yeah. say bullshit. No, bullshit. Thanks, guys. I do have a... Because I listen to some audiobooks. Do you ever not continue with a book because of the narrator? Have yeah. you run into that? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's happened. Normally, I've, I've pushed through. But yeah, sometimes the voices that they do are kind of something you have to get past. Sometimes I feel like it adds to a book. Yes. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Especially if it's, it's the author reading in their own voice or something. That's wonderful. Sometimes people are just really talented at it. And then sometimes if it's strange voices or an accent that's hard for me to understand or something then I, it's it's really a kind of a get get through it yes yeah sort mm-hmm. of situation do you have that situation yeah i've had that like a few voices. times or yeah. times where i think it's odd like it's not the author but then they're changing their voice based on how the author wrote the character and sometimes that gets a little weird for me but yeah. usually i'm the same way like i'll just kind of get through it but there have been a few that i was like okay this is like now this is turning into work like right. and i think i tried audiobooks a couple years ago and i think i ran into that situation where someone was doing so many different voices and i'm like this is I don't like this at all. And then I kind of gave up on audiobooks. So I need to come back to it. Yeah, I think as much as you listen to podcasts and like informational podcasts, I think you would be, yeah, you would be fine now, I think. Mm -hmm. I think they've come a long way, you know. I think so too. And and like realizing that that some people are just better at that. Like I've started to recognize some of the same voices over and over again. And I'm like, oh, this is, I I, I like this, you know, narrator. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cool. So you hear a lot of the same people. Some of the same people, Mm -hmm. sure. Out of the things you've read recently, is there something that surprised you? Yeah, the only non-audiobook I, I've read in the past year, I was on vacation and I didn't want to be antisocial with like earphones in. So I read a, a book book and it was sci-fi, which I don't normally read. And it was called Wool and I loved it. And so I, I just normally, I didn't think that I would enjoy sci-fi. I don't normally do it, but it was fantastic. So and I was how really was surprised. that experience of reading a book again after being into audiobooks so much? Um, I, I liked it, but it took me about five times as long really yeah it took me a whole month to read it and i normally you know do like four or five books yeah. in a month so yeah do you still feel that pressure to like take notes and no. to do the okay that's no it. yeah i was nice. able to let that go which was yeah that's freeing i don't know why yeah. i ever had that uh, you know i think that's ingrained in people's I school think it is. college like Maybe. you know you're not being academic if you don't understand the high level yeah. and you got to take notes and, yeah. and i mean you were in law school and you yeah, were a lawyer no and you needed to yeah. take careful notes of details right and and, and now I, I don't. Nobody comes around and quizzes me about what. There the, you go. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> are there particular? Um, have you got to the point where you there are books that you're looking forward to that you have maybe in your holds list or you know they're coming soon? Something that you're excited about? Yeah, I, I definitely i I use um, an app through the library, and so I it's it's free, and so I do have to wait for a lot of you know kind of popular books or books that that if you guys recommend them, I'll go and look, and they're not. Uh, available for several mm-hmm. weeks and so I'll have to wait for him but yeah um there's one called Great Circle that mm-hmm. is yeah um, I, that, yeah I, I'm looking forward to that that's on my on my hold list um so yeah and there's a book by my friend Amy Lillard that's coming what? out that I'm looking forward to I'm not even paying these people and they're <laughs> just working it in so well I love it but interesting <laughs> fact you can also put that on hold at the library Yes, you can. Ah. I just noticed this week it's there, Tammy. It is. It's in the library. I mean, not no, physical not, copy, but, but it's in the it library. Whole, yeah. Uh, why can't I think of the word system? Yes. Database. Whatever. Right. Yes. yes. Now, what I noticed is that in one of your promos, you did a little bit of reading of your own book, yeah. and I tell you, when I compared your reading to all these other audiobooks that I read, I loved it. I think I got a future in it. I thought you sounded very 
a, a little bit, slightly seductive. Whoa! Very compelling. I like that. <laughs> I what if you were an that? exclusively erotica audiobook reader? <laughs> Or just turning literary fiction into erotica that doesn't mean to be. Oh, wow. Yeah. That I like. I like that. So I sounded seductive. Did I sound witchy? A little bit witchy. Okay. Just good. Just a a smidge, a pinch of witchiness. I'm going to use this quote to tell my publisher that I should do the audiobook. Wonderful. We'll see see what happens. I would love that. (laughs) What are some of your reading rituals? Like, where do you, or listen, what do you usually do when you're listening? Do you eat? Do you do dishes what's your normal routine yeah um i i i listen while i clean while i cook uh while i do projects around my house if i'm painting a room or something and so i'm always i or or if i'm just like sitting and playing a game on my phone Mm -hmm. um but like i'm not someone that can do like two thinking tasks at, at the same time like i wouldn't you know, try to do that while I was at work or something. Right. Uh, but yeah, I'm just kind of going about my, my everyday life or in the car or something and listening to it. And uh, I love that because it feels like I'm getting two things done at, done at once. Yeah. And it mm. just makes ever it makes both activities for me more enjoyable. Absolutely. That's a good way of looking at yeah. multitasking too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I know you listen to us, not just because you're our friend, but because hopefully you like us. What, uh, are there times that you've heard something that we've talked about and you've added it to your own reading list and you've enjoyed it? So many times, so many times. I was comparing my reading list with with you guys's list the other day, and there were tons, like probably dozens of, awesome. of books that that I got from you guys. But yeah, the ones that that stood out, um, probably my favorite of them has been the Midnight Library. Oh yeah, I think that was maybe one of yours, yes. Amy. Yeah, um, I that's such a good one. Mm-hmm. I loved it. It was just um, very imaginative and different, and a book that I. I don't read a lot of books like that, so mm-hmm. I loved it. And then, Aaron, I think that one of your recommendations was If I Had Your Face. Yes. I loved, loved that, that one. one. Yeah. That just kind of made me think about a different culture that I didn't know much about in a different way and beauty standards, and it covered a lot of different ground that I that I loved. Um, and then uh, The Glass Hotel Ooh, yeah. was, was one. Mm-hmm. That was just really interesting, kind of a little wild ride. And then I'd say the other one that stood out was Fates and Furies Ooh, was another oh, one. Yes. Yeah. I've been thinking about that a lot because she has another book coming yes. out and been thinking I want to reread Ooh. it. That's a, yeah. Nice. Excellent. So yeah, I always like your recommendations. And I, I think I feel like it's a, if I, if I read an Amy book, mm-hmm. then I feel like the next one's going to be an Aaron. Aaron, I, Aaron I think that's only fair. <laughs> And there, I appreciate it. Yeah, we a, like the balance. Yeah, uh-huh. balance. Mm-hmm. I like the balance. Yeah, and she's showing us that she doesn't care about one of us over the other. I appreciate <laughs> right. that. It's Equal very, opportunity. Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've heard that though from a lot of people that sometimes there's people that are like really drawn. Like Amy's picks are always right on for them, or vice versa. And mm-hmm. that's so interesting. It, it makes is. us feel like we're doing what we set out to do. Yeah, a wide variety. Was, yeah, a wide mm-hmm. variety, and not be too. Because we do read a lot of the same books, but we do. Yeah. I mean, we have a nice little crossover, but mm-hmm. yeah. But then she's got some. Yeah, you have a you have a better, wider reading path than I do. I don't know about that because uh, <laughs> you know one thing we've talked about is I wasn't reading a lot of nonfiction mm-hmm. before going into this. Do you read much nonfiction? A little audio bit. Audio books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do. How does that? Do you find you're any less like drawn into it versus fiction? Yeah, I, I think so. I, I, they tend to have narrators who are a little bit more monotone. Oh. Like I read one uh, about uh, a military shipwreck. I read one recently about the Columbine shooting. Those were both, they were quite long. Uh-huh. They're about 
detailed historical events where the author is really trying to get it right and mm-hmm. i think the narrator is trying to bring a certain gravity to it and around hour three you're like oh, "Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not something to calm you down yeah yeah, yeah. it's a lot well you know at the end of our episodes we usually talk about our pop culture obsessions right what's your current pop culture obsession you guys are always a lot better than than what I could come up with, but I um, I'm a big fan right now of a TikTok account where there's a little tiny um, talking spider. What? Okay. It's a. Please tell us about this. Yeah. All right. I believe the account is Mini Robo Muppets. Okay. And it's a young woman. Uh, she's I believe she's based in Iowa, just coincidentally. Wow. And she raises these little tiny little jumping spiders <gasps> and she has decided at one point to voice them and so there's trinket and maple and bee and trinket just had babies you guys oh and and then she does these <laughs> these voices and sometimes they're just fun and sometimes they're educational <laughs> and i am delighted by it this every day amazing. i look to see yes. if there's more Wow, I've just been following cats and dogs. I need to get into spiders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even have a TikTok mm-hmm. account, well, so I don't I'm either, way behind. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't, I just, I basically just look imminent for the spiders. Well, okay, okay. That's, I think there's never been a better endorsement of TikTok. I think they should use that on their marketing. I'm just in it for the spiders. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Now I Do think find, I'm in it for the yeah. spiders. I follow more animals on social media probably than, than people. Oh, yeah, me too. A lot of cats. Yes. One dumb llama named Michael. Is uh, that useless farm? Yes. Yes. Useless farms. <laughs> yes. Oh. And Michael's a dummy. I'm but he's so beautiful. pleased that you. Yes. Yeah. And Karen's a jerk. Such a jerk. Oh. And Brad the chicken keeps going for the ladies. Very feet. aggressive. Very aggressive. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Well, Tammy Blackstone, it was a delight. Thank you. Thank you for telling. Yes. And especially about audio books. Yes. We don't talk about that enough. No, so we don't. So it's really cool to hear your yeah. experience with it. We need to talk about that. Very welcome. Glad to be here. Awesome. Well, hello, reader. Will you introduce yourself? Absolutely. I'm Haley Scarpino. Hello, Haley. Hello. <laughs> We've mentioned you before as a maker of delicious treats. I remember hearing yes. about a particular vegan peach crisp. And a lover of uh, Keith Morrison as well. Yes. Always. This yes. is Always where the pop forever. socket came from. This is where the mm-hmm. pop socket came from. I still don't know why I didn't buy one for myself. Haley, what do you like to read most? So when I was thinking about an answer for this, I was like, oh, what do I say? What do I say? And then I was like, you know what I read the most are cookbooks. Yeah, you like, do. I'm a chef and I read yes. cookbooks. Yes. So instead yes. of trying to like come up with something better, I decided to answer honestly that I do spend the most of my time like with a physical cookbook reading it like that's what I pick up in the evenings that's what I pick up on the weekends Mm -hmm. and I read them like there's Mm -hmm. so much more content in most cookbooks than recipes and I just like go deep with them that's excellent and I do want to mention that you had a comment about our celebrity cookbook episode which is that you hated that trend I hate that trend but I loved that episode (laughs) (laughs) and yes yes exactly (laughs) 
Well, is there something in the cookbooks that has surprised you recently? You know, I recently got a cookbook that just came out and it's by um, a chef named Molly Baz. And I'm a big fan of hers anyway. She was formerly at Bon Appetit and now is like kind of doing her own thing. And her cookbook is structured really differently than most. And it sort of tells a story throughout and the way she structures her recipes is really different. And interesting. It's sort of a learn how to cook cookbook but she but it's not basics it's not like oh you're gonna start by making like these blueberry muffins or or just really simple things like it's really yummy good like sort of complicated food and so I've really enjoyed that like I feel like I would pass on a cookbook that was like learn how to cook because I feel like I you know know, that wouldn't be my my top pick and this is that but it presents it in a really good just sort of different way like it's always refreshing to pick up something that you think you know mm-hmm. and it's different than yeah. you think it's going to yeah. be you know an excellent way any, talking about any, any good genre. book yeah, exactly. exactly in any genre yeah, yeah. two follow-ups to that mm. yes one i like that you think blueberry muffins are easy <laughs> They're like the. I'm going to take a should, hard disagree. We should also mention that Haley is a professional <laughs> chef. Yes, they're like gone the, to culinary school. Yeah, at a level that we are not never at. Never going to be. Nope. Never going to nope. be. Blueberry nope. muffins are like the the first week of culinary school. Well, you I fail, I fail yeah, out. I would fail out the first week. If I ever had any hope, it's over. It's yeah, done. they're like the beginner. It's, it's like the beginner. Done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. So do you have any thought down the road of ever writing a cookbook? Oh, my gosh. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I suppose ultimately that would be a really nice goal. Yeah. But wow. it feels very, very far away. Yeah. Sure, sure, <laughs> you know, yeah. for where I am yeah. right now. But yeah, that would be amazing. Oh, it wow. would be amazing. We would buy it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I wouldn't make anything copies. in yeah, it. Yeah, I wouldn't make anything, but I would buy it and I would read it. <laughs> do you find that when you're reading the cookbooks, like, are you finding an each one like oh I want to try this I want to try this I want to or are you more like getting into just the mindset like um no it's more like I want to try this okay. I want to try when I read a cookbook I have like a very specific type of post-it note with oh. me when I read a cookbook like I like a certain post-it Ooh, I love it yes yes as oh, like fellow great. I yeah. believe you're both office supply fans oh god yeah. oh yeah <laughs> I mean yeah. who's not yeah. but like yeah. I you know they're the little it's not a regular post-it but they're the ones that are like sort of clear and then you put them on a page and there's you know what I'm talking about and then okay so it's that type of post-it and then I mark like every cookbook of mine has is marked 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 yeah that's amazing Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. I think we would go over there and look at them and just get immediately overwhelmed yeah Yeah, I I get a little or hungry myself yeah when are you making this can you make this now how long does it take go what am I here for yeah you shouldn't be here you should be making blueberry muffins Let's start at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you look ahead at like what cookbooks might be coming. Oh, or yes. if maybe this is just, yeah, just fiction or other areas. But are there things that you're looking forward to? Um, to well, besides your book. God damn it. I <laughs> love our so friends. good at this. <laughs> Killing it. Obviously. Killing it. Um, <laughs> which, of course, is not a cookbook, but that's okay. Oh, um, it is not. That is for sure. Yep, that's um, for sure. No, I like I very much follow. There are certain chefs that I follow, you know, or certain cookbook authors that I follow that I know when they have a new book coming out. And I usually pre-order that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm always mm-hmm. I'm always a pre-order on cookbooks. And, I like that. Yeah, I know. Because I know it really helps. Yeah. Like, I've mm-hmm. read that that it really like helps or whatever. So I have one that's coming August 10th, and that I'm really excellent. Excellent. Yes. 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 
coming Tuesday. Yeah, it's called Southern Grit, and I'm super Ooh. excited about that Ooh. one. Yeah. Book mail's the best mail. Book it mail's is. the best mail, and I love pre-order book mail. Yes. When it's like, because you, I mean, obviously I haven't forgotten about this one, but sometimes you kind of forget, you or do. it sneaks yeah. up on you, yes. and then it comes, and it's like. You're like, wait, which one is this? This yeah. is the best day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I very like, much do that. There's so many times where we get books, and there's not that visual element of it, and what a delight yes. to get the cookbooks and see yes. the photos. And yes, like, oh. yes, they are, yes, they are very, very enjoyable to look at. And honestly, when I read, I mean, because I do read other stuff, but I listen to major. I've gotten to a point where I listen to majority of my books because yeah. I listen when I'm cooking. Yeah. It's nice to have something in my ears to listen to. And I just prefer like listening to talk over music. Mm-hmm. And so I listen to a lot of books and mm-hmm. that's something that I've sort of come into. Um, but I sit down and read. I mean, you can't listen to a cookbook. you Yeah, that would be weird. weird. Yeah. It would be weird. So, well, that yeah. kind of, you mentioned the post-it note thing, but what are mm-hmm. some of your other reading rituals? Like where do you read? What do yeah. you, times of day, certain places? Do you have snacks? Yeah, always candy. Like okay, I candy. am a candy, yeah. like, and I, I'm a seasonal candy. Yes, me too. Yeah. Like it, Easter, pretty much from valentine's day until like some until easter Mm -hmm. those little eggs yes the cadbury they're like chocolate eggs and they have like a cream the creamy cover on them Uh all-time favorite like that's the candy that like i don't even put that in our snack cupboard that doesn't go there that goes like i have a chair in our office and like that's where i sit and i read or like sometimes i'll work with my laptop and I have a little like shelf next to it, and it's like my glasses, my chapstick, my candy, my office candy. <laughs> Your office candy, my see? office candy. That's, that's yeah. smart. That's so label candy different things and put it different places. Yeah. Exactly, it's just smart. You, exactly. Yeah. Then you might have some next, you know, on the sofa, like where you watch TV. Like, yeah. but I don't need to keep TV that in candy. the cupboard because then it's like I gotta, I get all situated. Oh, I forgot my candy, candy? and now I gotta that's go silly. get up. No. Go, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, so Who I keep that. that. Kind of time yeah, or energy. But you know, at Christmas time, I like a good peppermint. Yes. Peppermint bark. Yes. Mm. Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, Valentine's Day, I like those red gummy cherry. <laughs> those are my favorite. They're so good. They're so good. <laughs> the cinnamon ones, too. Yeah, the cinnamon ones, but too. Che- but I like the cherry the Me best. Too. But I do like the cinnamon. I mean, yeah, yes. I'm not going to say no. We tried to find those outside of Valentine's Day, but you can only nope. buy them in like a ridiculously high quantity <laughs> in bulk and we're yeah. like I'm not sure that like a fork truck wouldn't have to take right exactly and yeah, that yeah yeah feels like a level and they do get stale they do they do they, they get do. hard and I didn't want to ruin it <laughs> right yeah I, I mean you eat a truckload of those I'm not sure I survived that yeah, yeah I did one year buy like a mega bag of the like Cadbury um eggs Ooh, yeah. and I overdid it oh. and then I I didn't finish the bag and I was like oh I'm no. done with that's you. a sad and sad it's a thing. sad place I don't want to I don't want to ever be no, 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 absolutely <laughs> so, not. Maybe a self-serving question, but we know that you have mentioned uh, reading some of the things that we have talked about. Yeah, absolutely. Are there specific recommendations that we talked about that you really oh. enjoyed? Well, I will say, I know I've told you both this, but I get all my book recommendations. Now. I mean, honestly, that's like where I'm like, I'm Aww. not, because it's overwhelming. It is. Like, yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. And that's something you talk about a lot with like different authors and things like that. But it's like, it's so hard to like even know where to start or what mm-hmm. lists are good or what, you know, it's yeah. just overwhelming. So for me, this is like, okay, it's whittled down. I know I like it. Like it's good. So yes. there's so a ton, a yeah. ton. But some of my favorites that actually you not only recommended, but you gifted to me when I had surgery last summer yes. uh-huh. was uh-huh. Hidden Valley Road. Oh, yes. boy. And like, 
God, I loved that book. It's so, 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 so good. It is. It's It's, very good book. Have you read it, Amy? I haven't read it yet. It's really... That's the one with the family of schizophrenia. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. And And it really... It's very eye-opening yeah. to just how the disease works and how it works in families in a way that I don't feel like I, I understood or knew. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's very, very good. And so then when I was sort of getting ready for this episode and prepping stuff, I pulled out two books that you've recommended, and the other was Lost Girls. Oh, oh yeah. By the same author. <laughs> and I did not even realize that those were oh, by the yeah. same author. And then as I was writing them down, I'm like... Uh uh-uh. uh, that is so <laughs> yeah. weird. <laughs> like they're both yeah, and I wrote his name down, Robert Kolker. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. is how you say it. So yeah, so apparently I'm a fan. <laughs> he, yeah, he's great though. He's yeah. Really yeah. Great. yeah, yeah. And Lost Girls is not only a good book, but there's a movie that they made yes. after it, and I know it's been featured in a lot of podcasts and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But that um, was another one. And then um, the sort of on the chef note. You recommended Burn the Place. Yes. By Ilian Reagan. Uh-huh. Ilian Reagan, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I adored that book. As adored I was reading it. it, I kept thinking, like, Haley will love this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just the descriptions of food, the way that she goes about things. That's wonderful. It's a yeah. wonderful book. And it was, she's a very different, like, mm-hmm. type of chef than I I mean, she's, like, a forager. Like, yes. she, and she has this very cool, like, whole restaurant thing in the woods and, like, forage. And fi- and it's very very cool and mm-hmm. and so not only did I love that book but then I became a big fan of hers as a chef mm. you know and so cool. that was a very cool book. Does to she read. have any cookbooks or anything? Um, she doesn't, but she okay. has a restaurant and they like have a right. page and okay. it's beautiful. Ooh. I mean, her whole thing is just yeah, it's amazing. She just seems super cool. Too. She's yeah. so cool. Like so yeah, cool. she's so so cool. Yeah. So yeah, so those are a, those are a couple, but Excellent. I mean, it, really a lot. I feel fantastic. Like well, you know that at the end of every episode, we talk about our current pop culture obsession. Yes. What's your current pop culture obsession? Um, so I I struggled with this one a little bit because mm-hmm. I feel like I am the most like blind when it comes to pop culture. I don't think that's true. Really? I feel yeah. like I'm so out of the loop. Like I never know no. what's going on. But, but I will say the thing that sort of shook me to my core the most recently, and I don't know if this counts as pop culture, but the Mar of Easttown. It does. Oh my okay. God. Yeah. Yes, it does. Have you guys yes. watched that yet? Yes. Holy yes. shit. <gasps> I mean, everything, everything, everything. It was everything. And Mm -hmm. that show, I cannot stop thinking. I may watch it again. I mean, I was was thinking about watching it again, too. Yes. Yes. Just knowing what you know at the Mm -hmm. end. Oh, my God. It's a lot to digest, like Mm -hmm. in one sitting or I mean, not one, but you know what I mean? And in one go of it. And I just thought it that hits all my check marks. Yes. Yes. That's my show. Like, that's what I'm here for when it comes Mm -hmm. to TV. It reminded me of the vibe of Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which was another show yeah. that I yeah. just like couldn't get over, right. uh-huh. you know, and this kind of had that same feeling, but I just thought it was phenomenal. It had such an honesty. I love when a character is when they show their flaws yes. and so unapologetically, you yes. know, like mm-hmm. there was no like she did some terrible things and it wasn't like. Oh, sort of a like it was just very honest and open. And I think that is such I feel like that's been missing in female characters so for so long. Yes, yeah. that's and it's, a really good point. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's refreshing to see that coming together. But then besides it, just the story itself was bananas and nuts and yes. just like totally sucked me in. So that is my, that's my, that's big, a fantastic my big one. obsession yes. right now. 
if people haven't watched it, I'd say definitely. And once you figure out it's not an old timey horse related (laughs) show, then you're then you're on. Well, which again, thank God I'm friends with Amy because I would miss so many things. (laughs) Well, no, I had the same thing. Like I like saw pop up and stuff, and I'm like, it's Kate Winslet. Like she has done so many period so pieces. Many period. I that's mean, that's her yeah. thing. And mayor, I was like, is it horses. And I kept no, thinking no. it was like mayor of Eastwick. And so I was, <laughs> <laughs> which I don't even know what that is. But I was like, no, I'm like envisioning like, which I feel like I would like, but it wouldn't be like the top of my no, watch list of no. like an old like witchy period mm-hmm. piece. That's I mean, like what I'm I thought down was. for it. I'm down yeah. for yeah. it too. It wasn't that. Though. But it wasn't that. And Maggie finally said like you have to watch this. Like this is your show. Mm-hmm. And so I listened and man. That's what happened here because I'll be honest yeah. I was like doing the thing. I mean I talk about not doing that on a podcast. Not mm-hmm. judging a book by its cover. Right. But I saw the cover yeah. and I read the title and I was like <laughs> And you were like, that's the sound the horse makes. That's yeah, I was like, it's clearly a show about horses set in what? Right. 1650? I'm out. <laughs> no, for real. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not yeah, a yeah. chance. And Amy's yeah. like, no, no, no. No, Stop no. Stop it now. See, yes. this yeah. is the benefit of having people in your life. Yes. Like Maggie. 100%. Like me. Yes. Oh, Haley, thank you for joining us. Well, yes. thank you so much for having me. And this we'll was do amazing. it again. And you can yeah. tell us about your new pop culture that's right. and cookbooks. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So we want to prove to our listeners that you exist. I do exist. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because right. this is the Maggie in which we've said, she really, really, she's she's a friend. Yeah. I'm a real person. She's a real person. <laughs> we went on on that for a long time. <laughs> so will you tell us your name, reader? I am Maggie Bear. Hello, Maggie. Hi. Welcome. Hi. Welcome. We're going to talk about books. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it, she says. We know you are a voracious reader, both of, is it both audiobooks or, and audiobooks and physical books, or is it mostly audiobooks that you read? For the most part, uh, it is audio. Mm-hmm. Um, during the last year, during the pandemic, I have started reading graphic novels which is something that i can't really do in audio that is Mm -hmm. true what is it you think you like about audiobooks and or is it sort of just the situation where you're working and you're listening to it and and all of that exactly um audiobooks i'm able to do it while i'm working on other things Mm -hmm. i listen to them during the day while i'm working while I'm getting ready in the morning, um, while I'm doing chores, it just allows me to multitask and consume books. Mm-hmm. Which you do at a big clip, yeah. right? You yes. read a lot. <laughs> I almost, I don't know if I think it's homework or something, but I also <laughs> tend to listen to audiobooks like in double speed, really? twice as fast, so wow. that I can get through them faster, so I can get through my to-be-read pile. Like, yeah. Wow. I... Yeah, obviously, like everyone, have a huge stack of or books I would like to get through, and mm-hmm. so I listen to them really fast. <laughs> that does amazing. that, yeah? Does that affect the experience, or are you? I think good? so. Like, I don't think I probably um, hear every detail. Probably um, when you're reading, you probably don't catch exactly. Every detail. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, but I get the main. Um, idea of the storyline that's amazing i'll ask you i asked um another reader this but have you ever stopped an audiobook because of the narrator 
No. So no matter what, you'll power, power through. through. Yeah. Wow. Are there times where you don't really like like different voices and stuff that they're doing? I honestly don't really think about the voice that really? much. Really? Yeah. So you're that's I think that's kind of a skill. Mm. Yeah. Really. I don't know if it's because I listen to them so quickly. Okay. It Mm. that you know, because it's going so fast, I I can't really key in on those people that you know if I don't like their voice or something, it doesn't really bother me as much. So maybe the next time you're annoyed, I just speed it up. Speed it up. Speed up the speed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Out of the audiobooks, graphic novels, anything, is there anything that surprised you recently that you really enjoyed? I would say graphic novels. Like up until a year ago, I'd never read a graphic novel. Really? I think just because I was at home and um, I had the time, I was like, I'm going to sit down and actually read a book. And actually at the time, um, I wanted to watch the new series that was out, Watchmen. But first I wanted to read the book. Mm -hmm. So that was the very first book, uh, graphic novel that I read. What a great place to start. Yes. And then I was hooked. I just, I went in and I read all the classics, everyone, all the... Um, well-known graphic novels yeah I've really gotten into those over the last year so that is that's an interesting uh, side effect of the pandemic Mm -hmm. yeah yeah to get into that I feel like I solely got into graphic novels because of you because you recommended a few and it was just not a genre I had really ever explored that much and I think sometimes it's painted as more masculine yeah painted as like something that's not serious literature or something like that yeah Yeah. which is kind of bullshit yeah some of the stuff in Watchmen, for example, is so nuanced and complicated. And mm-hmm. and there's such a wide array. I didn't even realize, like, the wide scope that graphic novels yeah. are. Because you kind of, sometimes I think for someone outside of it, it could seem a little intimidating. Because they're, like, series. Or, like, where do I start? What mm-hmm. author? But there's so many. And ones that are just one volume and two, you know, multiple volumes. It's really yeah. an interesting genre. Mm-hmm. Are there particular audiobooks, graphic novels, anything coming up that you're looking forward to? Uh, well, obviously, I'm looking forward to your new book, oh Amy. God. This feels like I'm paying. <laughs> I know. It's so good. <laughs> I'm realizing now we wrote this question in a leading way. It, yeah. But I love it. <laughs> I am excited. I to hear it. It. <laughs> yeah. No, there's no leading. That's just good. It just is what it is. Yes. Thank you. But uh, as well, um, I'm a huge Stephen King fan. Yes. That's right. And yes. he just had a new book come out, um, Billy Summers. Mm-hmm. And I just started that this week. Excellent. So I am so excited to get through that. Um, also, this fall, we are going on a main trip. And just so, going to ask about that. Yeah. Yes. This is where Stephen King is from. Mm-hmm. And we are, um, they offer a Stephen King tour and he has a van and we are 100% getting in this van and going on this tour. Uh, there is a giant decal. <laughs> yes. To prove you're alive. I will. Yes. Okay. yes. There's a giant decal of Pennywise on this van and I am oh my God. All, all in. I'm going to do it. Have you always been into horror? Uh, horror, <laughs> Stephen King, that kind of stuff? Yes. Yeah. I, I've been reading Stephen King since I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. This will be I, exciting. Yeah. So excited. I bet I, I've read the majority of his work. What are your normal, you said you listen to audiobooks sometimes when you're uh, multitasking, but if you're sitting down with a graphic novel, what are your reading rituals? Like, do you read in a certain space? Do you have certain snacks, certain time of day? Yeah, for me, um, I say the only time I really am not doing anything else is um, at night when I'm laying in bed, falling asleep. Mm-hmm. I'll read um, graphic novels on my phone. 
So at that point, you've got the dogs, you've got the cats. Mm-hmm. Are they all around you while They're you're reading? They're all around okay. me on mm-hmm. either side of me. Two dogs, <laughs> two cats, yep. all over. Mm-hmm just reading a book so (laughs) (laughs) sounds great it does sound good it sounds you know hot in the summer but you know (laughs) i get it yeah 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 you have listened to broads and books for a while are there specific recommendations that we've given that you've really liked and that you've really gotten into um yeah recently um i read the push um, by ashley audrain and um, I really, for some reason, got into that one. I'm not a, a parent or anything, but this story really pulled me in. This woman convinced her daughter is, I don't know, evil is a word, or something's yeah. up with her daughter, yeah. or something's wrong with her, and everyone else can't see it, but she just knows that like something's not right there. The story is just too, it just sucks you in. You can't yeah. help it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know that at the end of every episode, we talk about our favorite pop culture obsession. Mm -hmm. Do you have a current pop culture obsession? Um, Well, currently, the Olympics. Oh, good one. Um, Uh I know it's wrapping up, but I just, I I get sucked in. I look forward to it um, every other year, winter and summer. I can get into it any sport immediately I'm like cheering somebody on this is how I feel I get so excited yeah for no good reason I don't watch sports any other time I mean I do I love I love basketball is my one of my favorites but I I don't know the Olympics is just something special yeah I love all the stories. I get sucked in, yes. and then I watch them, and then I root for them, and I'm crying when they win, and they talk to their family. It's ridiculous. It's an emotional <laughs> roller coaster. I don't need to go on, but I do, yeah. and I get excited every year. I'm excited because these were technically 2020. We just had them. We get them again in the winter. Yes. Oh my gosh. Just you're right. this yeah. like January or yeah. upcoming winter. It's Winter Olympics. Winter it's all over again. Right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Excellent pop culture obsession. We also just heard from Haley that you are the vanguard and you watched Mare of Easttown and forced her to watch Mare of Easttown. Yes. So you're doing her a service. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a service yeah, for she the was world. Trying yeah. not to. And I was like, you have to make time for this. <laughs> it is important. And she did. And it's amazing. Yes. Thank you for joining us. Yes. Telling us Thank about you. Your Thank you. Reader, will you introduce yourself? Yes, I am the husband of your special guest. Yeah, Pete. you are. <laughs> That's really all you need to know. I was gonna say, if you didn't offer that, I was going to oh, tell that's great. our that was listeners. A great but I'll yeah. tell you, um, I have learned so much about him from listening to your <laughs> podcast because I don't speak that language, and so. Through your podcast, I can sort of eavesdrop into. So this is like marriage counseling. It really for is. You. It's really Gosh. interesting. I've learned a lot. I'm so glad. Mm-hmm. You didn't mm-hmm. mention your name, by the way. You just said you're the husband. Right. That's really all you need to know, but I'm otherwise known as Michael Moraine. Yes, you are. Mm-hmm. Not at all offensive in my family is that my son only likes Amy, and my husband only what? listens to the episodes with Heath. <laughs> <laughs> Not offensive at That's all. Fair. Not at all. That's fair. That's fair. Well, I all. will tell you, um, after, after you drop the episodes with Heath, like he'll give it... A respectful day and then he'll be like did you listen did you did you listen to it did you listen to it <laughs> like, i haven't had time but i will i will i promise and so i have i think there are certain things that 
he is he wants my reaction to oh, possibly like it was news to me certainly what what you discovered about his fascination with the um Kardashian game <laughs> yes. like that was not news to me I'm very well sure. aware that yeah, yeah, yes. I would yes. imagine, yeah. um, but I did not know that the game was actively encouraging him to cheat <laughs> on his spouse <laughs> so that was something about which I will ask him yeah. That's right. You were listening to it on the way over here, right. so you haven't shed. I was, yeah. I was cramming a little yes. bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if I, it was like a point counterpoint where I needed to respond to something that had Oh, like aired, we were going to air right. a we clip. Gonna, okay. right. yeah, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't no, no, know. No, no. This is like hardball with Chris I didn't Matthews. Know. We were going to bring it. Be like, he said this. <laughs> What's your response? Yes. That's, yeah, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. So I'm prepared. Well, aside from your star of a husband, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you are a star yourself. Mm-hmm. You're well known in the Mm. Des Moines arts scene. Mm. And you're also an avid reader. And I have, this sounds weird, but I've been in your house and I've seen Mm -hmm. all your bookshelves. Mm -hmm. By your permission, I did not break into the house. You could. You seem to have. I don't know why you have to preface that. Dear dear listeners, she is gracious and has often takes care of our cats, which means Mm. she has time to linger as much as she wants. I do. To look at our Mm -hmm. bookcases. Yes, and what I've noticed from my Mm. non creepy Mm -hmm. looking at your bookshelves is a very eclectic Mm -hmm. reading taste. Mm. But what do you think you most like? to read i'm always on the hunt for a really smart funny novel Mm. that's transportive um and that puts me in the shoes of someone else but someone else who has sort of a funny take on the world or or is is just quirky in a funny way and may not realize that he or she is funny um and I feel like those books are rare. Like, they really are, smart, yeah. funny books are rare. I remember when, along with the rest of the world, I discovered David Sedaris and was mm. just, like, cackling out loud. Mm-hmm. And then for 15 years, every book jacket blurb was like, oh, this is the new next David You're Sedaris. Right. And they never were. They never <laughs> were. They never were. Yes. Yeah. And now David Sedaris... Um, some of his writing is it's beautiful and it's really good but it's kind of bittersweet and yeah. it's Taking it's not dark, that laugh yeah. out loud funny um when funny people write funny you want them to keep writing funny because it's yes. such a rare gift it's yeah. like when i was thinking it was like when melissa mccarthy did that really serious movie you can never yes. forgive me can or whatever me? and she yeah. was great and it was a great movie but it was like we need you <laughs> we need you to be funny melissa mccarthy yeah. like i I, I value your complex personhood but i really want a funny yes. Melissa McCarthy movie. <laughs> I need this. Yeah. I need it. Yeah. So I'm, yes. I'm always on the lookout for a really well-written, polished, smart, funny novel because I feel like they are rare. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. I think yeah. a lot of the mm-hmm. books that we talk about... I think humor mm-hmm. is way harder than I think people so too. think it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I respect like I respect a complex, dark, sad, angry novel. Like mm-hmm. I respect anybody who can express the full range of human emotions, but mm-hmm. somebody who gets funny, right? Ah, I I love that. Yeah. I'm on the same page. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Love that. Yeah. yeah. Out of things that you've read recently, is there something that surprised you? Um well, I just finished um, Louise Erdrich's uh, The Night Watchman. Oh, yeah. And my dad um, was a fan of her for a long time. He read Love Medicine way back when, and um, I read some of her novels, and she is so... She can be very funny, um, but she um, she writes about... She is part of the Ojibwe tribe in Minnesota, North Dakota, and she writes about her... Um, 
just her people and her chunk of the world in such a real, um, authentic way that when she does mix in elements of Ojibwe um, magic or Ojibwe mythology or spirituality, everything about her writing seems so realistic that when she drops in, like, a talking dog, it seems so believable. Yeah, yeah, believable. Yeah. She just—it's amazing how she just she just sprinkles it in here and there, and it's it's really amazing how she kind of blurs the lines bef- between what we think of as reality and what um, you know, what is this other magical realism. So the Night Watchman it won a Pulitzer, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm a sucker for a gold sticker on a cover. Oh, sure. <laughs> Because yeah. I am a, I'm a slow reader. So when mm. I choose a book, it's a commitment for me because mm. I'm a slow reader. Uh, I fall asleep. I try to read in bed, and I always <laughs> like I read the three same paragraphs over and over. So when I choose a book, I, I choose carefully. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a I'm a sucker for a gold sticker. But this one, I was a little surprised she had not won a Pulitzer earlier. She yeah, she won all the other awards career, and all yeah. that. But this one, oh, it was oh, it's so good. I finished it last weekend, and I keep. I'm thinking about it, and I like have gone online to read reviews That's and read wonderful. her YouTube book readings, and she, she's great. You know, you mentioned one. that mm. humor is a very hard thing to do. I think uh, that kind of uh, bringing in magic in a mm-hmm. realistic mm-hmm. way, whether you call it magical <clears throat> realism, whether you call it something else, that's another rare thing. Mm-hmm. So, what a great recommendation! Yeah, because i i wouldn't I wouldn't pick up a fantasy novel or a yeah. sci fi novel that was obviously labeled as such, but but novels that sort of sprinkle it in, mm-hmm. I, I, I like that just because it seems she can do it in such a way, in, in a way that seems so real. Mm-hmm. And so you just buy whatever she's telling you. Absolutely. Are you, I mean, I know that you, you like the stickers, mm-hmm. so you want to know things that are out mm-hmm. there that have won awards, but mm-hmm. are there things that, uh, that are coming up or, or things that you have on your TBR that you're looking forward to? Other than your book, oh, no. Here we go. Oh my God, is that everyone every is single person? And I love it. It's good. <laughs> it's good. Dig Me Out is coming out in October by Amy Lee Lillard. That's right. mm-hmm. uh-huh. I'm looking forward to that one. Other than that book, of course. Other yes. than that book, it does not matter to me to be the discoverer of a book. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. I'm not going to win that race. Yeah. Like <laughs> other people are going to discover things earlier. So again, since I'm choosy, I don't mind at all going back to established classics that I should have yeah. read in school or or books that I did read in school but I didn't really appreciate because I was in high school and I like <laughs> hadn't lived much of my life yet. So. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, no, there's. I'm not. I'm not the one to talk about what's on the what's on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Not me. Not your. <laughs> do guy. you look forward to when lists come out? Mm-hmm. Of, I do. Of awards yeah, yeah, I do. And um, like the end of the year. Yes. The usually in early December, the, like for gift givers, there's like mm-hmm. these are the books you should give the foodies in your life and yeah. the outdoors people. I'm yeah. I I look at I those. See that. Yeah. I'm a sucker for a list. Mm-hmm. God, I love a list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your reading rituals? You said you read in bed. Do you read anywhere mm-hmm. else? Are there snacks, time of day? I really like to... I feel like I'm living a very luxurious life if I read in the morning, mm-hmm. um, in yeah. bed, before work, like a morning yeah. weekday. Yeah. <laughs> I that feel is like, okay. yeah. fancy. Yeah, I feel like uh, <laughs> that's pretty good. Often because it means I'm skipping a workout. Um, 
Well, oh, yeah. yeah. So, You're treating yourself. <laughs> yeah, yes. So if, especially if I get like some coffee and then go back that to bed oh, with yes. a book before work. That's, um, that is something that doesn't happen very often. But when I do, <laughs> that's what I like. Otherwise, I read on the balcony a lot. Oh, yeah. Just because I like to be outside. There's always action in the alley. Like mm-hmm. in certain seasons, it's, it's I guess, one of the few urban-looking alleys in Des Moines. So it attracts... Um, high school seniors who are getting their senior photos and oh. want like an edgy urban oh. background. <laughs> yeah. Oh so, God. well, sometimes great to watch. Yeah, it totally is. Oh Cause we're God. on the fourth floor. So we can like, we're up high enough that it, they're not looking at us, but we're close enough to see the action and to hear. There's always a parent, usually uh-huh. a mom and the, the upstanding young young person young and person, then a photographer. Yes. And I think the photographer is like, this is in their rotation. So they just come down. But in certain seasons, like we'll see Non-stop. like three or four photo shoots simultaneously. And so sometimes you see people like politely waiting their turn to stand in front of the oh brick. My, gosh. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite, there was this guy, he was, um, he had his French horn. <laughs> And like you've seen photos maybe from the 80s of like saxophone players Uh playing in an alley in New York and it's very urban and very cool, right? (laughs) Bless his heart. He he kind of perched up on a ledge with the like alley behind him and the bricks and he had his French horn. You know those those urban hornists who were just like (laughs) just playing the French horn hornists out there. The jazz hornists. (laughs) I want to see that photo. I do too. I do too. I I whispered to Heath because I was like, hey, Heath, come here. Come here. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a really good one. Where is that young person today? Mm-hmm. That's what I want to know. Probably living the I dream. Hope. Yeah, I hope. <laughs> Playing the French horn on the mean streets of somewhere. Cedar Rapids. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Lacona. Yes. So are there any from, uh, you know, we've we've been doing this for a while. Are there any recommendations that we have given on Broads and Books that you have tried and enjoyed? Um, you both recommended um, Eleanor Oliphant will be perfectly That sounded fine perfect for what you were looking for. Yes, like a little that's humor. exactly it. Yeah. Where it's a really smart, <laughs> funny it, yeah. book. And it that one I loved because it put you in her shoes. Like you could, you, it was transportive. So you could sort of exit, yes. temporarily exit your own life and just mm-hmm. see the world from her very odd perspective. Yes. Which I loved. Um, the other one that I would add when I was thinking about this, I forget who recommended it, but it, um, Fried Green Tomatoes was on the list too. Yes, yes. yeah. That one is, I mean, that book has such a big heart, but there are yeah. funny characters in it. And yeah. it does feel like the person, um, Fanny Flagg, she knew what she was talking about. Like she had lived. Yes, yeah. You know, she, she was writing, it felt like composite characters of, I'm sure, people who were in her life. Yeah, very authentic, um, authentic humor. Yeah. Like she earned yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, at the end of our episodes, we talk about our current pop culture Mm -hmm. obsession. Mm -hmm. What's Mm -hmm. your current pop culture obsession? (laughs) Well, (laughs) I should preface this with that in our household, I'm not really the pop culture curator. (laughs) That is shocking information. What? What? I'm not usually (laughs) the one who's like, hey, I heard about this new show. Let's watch it. (laughs) 
So what I can add to the conversation, I um, my brother is uh, he has omnivorous taste and he like picks up stuff from all over the place. He recommended this to my mom and we watched it. It's called uh, it's a Netflix documentary called We Are the Champions. Mm, okay. Have you heard this? Yes. Have you seen it? Yes. I, we yeah. watched it in one evening. Yeah. Like we yep. just binged it. There are mm-hmm. like six or seven episodes, and it's it's um just a funny documentary about people who are obsessed with um unusual competitions so i i jotted down the episodes yeah the the premiere episode is cheese rolling (laughs) is it was it in switzerland it it was in or maybe the netherlands somewhere in europe it was german speaking yeah yes i forget but they roll wheels of cheese down a steep hill as as they have done for generations, mm-hmm. like it's a thing. And like when you see the episode title, mm. I went a totally different place with cheese rolling, mm. and then you get into it, and you're like, oh no, you're you're rolling. rolling. Yeah, you you cheese. roll it, and yeah. then you chase after it, right? Yeah. Like I thought they were gonna like it was like some like, kind like of chef. Yeah. yeah, these yeah. aren't cheese roll ups. No, no, it's, <laughs> see, this that, is like that's what yes, that. right, yes. yes. She's rolling, and they—it was an extreme sport. It's an annual. I want to go. Like I really, I want to go. I did not have that desire, but I can see how you got there. Yes. So that was. I mean, it it started I mean, with a bang. Starts off strong. It started yeah, with a bang. Yeah. It, it moves on to good. chili eating, which wasn't my favorite. Oh. A clunker. That is a clunker. Yeah. Fantasy hairstyling. What? Yes. Wait, like what kind of fantasy? All of them. Oh, yeah. all of them. Okay. Yeah, there's competitive hairstyling. Okay. And this is like, think of the wildest hairstyle you can imagine. Okay. And then maybe triple it and add Hollywood effects. Okay. Is that I feel about like this right? This is right up your alley. Like, yeah. It's just weird. Yeah. 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 And there, um, you are rooting for all of the people on okay. camera. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. You like, okay, mm-hmm. great. All right. There's a yo yo tournament. Oh. Some dog dancing. And what? that is with humans with dog partners, right? What? It's like um, they're not the dogs aren't upright, but they, it's very choreographed, and it's oh very um, it's its own world, <laughs> as you would imagine. It is very there are rules and there are um, nuances that that you and I. Would um, not no. anticipate. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's a sport. I want to just point out that he had to clarify that the dogs are not upright. <laughs> right. Well, that's what I picture. That's like but, holding the right, paws. Yeah. But yeah. soon that could happen. Like, that could, yeah. yeah. If yeah. it's going to happen, it's mm-hmm. going to happen in this world okay. of mm-hmm. competitive dog dancing. Okay, mm-hmm. got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the last one was frog jumping, which was in California. I you thought it would, I kind of thought it would be in the Ozarks, but it was in California, yeah. I think. <laughs> <laughs> And so there are these rival, the way they presented it, there are these like rival families that go back generations that have been breeding. No, they don't, some of them breed them or they capture them out of the wild because there was that one family that goes to the marsh, the like special secret spot in the marsh (laughs) to to capture the frogs. And then there's another that I think breed them or like. Yeah, I think um, you're right. I only remember the capture. There are different rival frog jumping dynasties. I think it's of the right word. Dynasty is definitely yeah. the right word. Yeah. And so the I'm stakes are high. Duck. And the thing is, they the experts, they can make predictions. But really, it's ultimately up to how that frog feels <laughs> at the red hot moment. So all of their dreams can be dashed just in just on seconds. On the shoulders, tiny, yeah. tiny shoulders of those frogs. The stakes are high. All I keep thinking mm-hmm. about is when your son questioned 
parades and mm-hmm. then we started thinking how did parades get started mm-hmm. i'm wondering how mm-hmm. cheese rolling got started mm-hmm. back accidental in the days of i would yore. think mm-hmm. somebody lost it they ran and they were like yeah. you know what mm-hmm. let's turn this let's into watch a that again <laughs> did you see how quickly johan rolled up in that roll of cheese Oh, I can has, do faster. Has anyone ever <laughs> run after a, ro- a roll of cheese as quickly as, as Johan? Let's find out. Let's have a competition. <laughs> oh, good old Johan. Final question for you. Um, as we know, Heath Smith is a big lover of Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. You yourself have witnessed mm-hmm. the love of Mariah Carey. <laughs> Would you care to comment on air, or are you sure. afraid to do so? Well, I'll... Um, all praise to Her Majesty yes, the Queen. Yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. Let's just get that out of the get way. Get that out of the way. Yep. Yeah. She has never <laughs> sung a wrong note. Not she at can all. do no wrong. My no. goodness. No. However, I will say, in the in the concerts that I have seen, yes, uh, th- I think we're up to three. Yes, I might be wrong. Uh-huh. Um, the real show uh-huh. is sitting next to me because I'll just quietly turn in my seat and watch Heath sing along every syllable. Mm-hmm. Um, he is in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Heath has many gifts, and he <laughs> knows every single Mariah Carey song in and out. Mm-hmm. Um, intonation is not one of his gifts. Okay, so he'll yeah. be he'll be quietly, very quietly singing along, mm-hmm. sort of mouthing along, not loud enough for anyone else to hear because he doesn't want to disturb anyone else's experience not. with Her Majesty. No. But I'll just quietly turn and watch Heath, <laughs> and that is a show that makes that ticket worth it. <laughs> Well, thank you for yes, sharing your you. reading life thank with you. us and a few insights thank you. into our honorary broad. Mm-hmm. Keep thank doing you. what you're doing. <laughs> it's a real service. Well, I mean, so good. So good. <laughs> and listeners, just for your knowledge, we did all of these interviews back to back. And by the end, I will say you and I were a little loopy. We were also feeling pretty great Mm -hmm. and very happy with our choices to bring these readers to you. Yes. I mean, I'm not going to lie that there's still a small part of me that's like, what if any of these people decide to start their own podcast? (laughs) But if we could just keep having them as guests, maybe they just won't do that. (laughs) It's very true because so many of like the way they were talking about books, it was like, God damn it. You're stealing our thunder. Right? They have a wonderful I know. The last couple books. times I've been like, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> and they brought like the heat. <laughs> so besides our deep, deep fear of these people going out and yeah. starting their podcasts, it was a wonderful time. I love that we got to bring in some people behind the names that we've mentioned, such as Maggie, who we talked at length mm-hmm. about that um, she does in fact exist. She does so, exist. So proof. here's proof to Body the world. Exactly. I don't want to call it proof of life because that sounds like something different than. But it is. It's proof of life. She lives. It is. Like you said, too, it was just the way that they talked about books. I love listening to people talk about books, but especially when they're truly are readers and passionate and excited to talk about something they've discovered. That was so fun. Mm hmm. I like too that we brought on a couple of readers, especially who really love audiobooks. And audiobooks has made them the reader that they are, which I think is such a cool perspective. At one point, Tammy asked if we should be putting an asterisk 
by the fact that she's a reader yeah. and it's like, God damn it. No, you are a reader. No, yeah, absolutely not. Yes. You count. That's yeah. I love, I mean, I always love the pop culture question, but mm. especially when they're surprising and we got think like girls forever, uh-huh. five ever, sorry, five ever. Yeah. Spiders, yeah. spiders, weird sports. I mean, it was really a gamut of great things. I came away with a number of things to explore. And uh, yeah, just the the weird world of pop culture out there. Amazing. Amazing. Also loved that our readers brought a wide range of interests. You know, we've got literary fiction. We've got cookbooks. We've got graphic novels. We've got humor. Um, It's a nice thing to see how you know, people just find whatever works for them and what they enjoy the most. Yeah. Uh, also, after my own heart, office mm-hmm. candy. Yeah, different I thought that would be, candy. That's yeah. that's really where everyone should be. Yeah, I thought you, um, especially with your bed candy, your you know your bed nightstand candy, you would appreciate that. For mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I I did a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I was interested to hear that there's a Stephen King tour. That Maggie and Haley will be going on mm-hmm. and a man in a van and it sounds very scary but they're they're keen on it or at least Maggie's keen very on it. and that is a case in which we'll need proof of life speaking afterwards. of proof of life yes <laughs> yeah. exactly <laughs> just a van with a pennywise decal feels yes. like I definitely need proof of life yes post that I also just love peeking into people, how they read, where they read, what their habits are, um, you know, when, what times a day, it's just fun to hear about that and imagine people in their own habitat, if you will, (laughs) reading. (laughs) So we've turned our, our readers into zoo animals reading in their habitats. Yes. Uh Yes. I like it. Natural habitats. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, I love that we got a peek into another side of Heath. We've had Heath on the show now three times. He's a hit. And this time mm-hmm. we got to hear from his husband, who is yes. just a goddamn delight as well. He is, but I'd like to think of Heath as an onion and we're just peeling those layers. Oh yeah. Every time. Oh, every time. Just getting more and more. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we had such a great time talking to all these readers and bringing you, our listeners, these glorious picks, which brings us to more readers. We'll be talking to more of them, more of the readers in future episodes. And if you, Broads and Books listener, would like to be included, tell us. We'd love to talk to you about your reading habits. Absolutely. You can get in touch with us on our website. We will be back next Wednesday with our regular weekly themed episodes. In the meantime, happy reading. I'm up again. Same night, another dream. Before trying this recording thing, I didn't remember much of anything of these dreams. I didn't remember much from any of the women. And one night of doing this, and it's broken things open. The dreams are, they're in me, and they're they're coming out of me, and... To me, I am not broken. I am the most whole, most real. 
cause their despair. I cause their despair. I wait for the word. I wait for the word. Witch. 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 Look at the mad woman in her cage. She was a woman with holes inside her. That was the heaviest factor. The final evidence. The heart of the issue. Somehow, you understand this. You. You. You hear me. Wherever you are, whatever this is, you... This isn't a dream journal anymore. It's not. That's just, it's just fact. <laughs> and because now this is, this is some sort of record. What are these dreams? Maybe there's a better question. Who are these women? Weird Woman is a Broads and Books production. All nine episodes are available January 10th. Listen and subscribe to Weird Woman on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and your favorite podcast platform. That's W-Y-R-D Woman, wherever you listen to podcasts.